are listening to Tomes of the Chaos Bar. Welcome back, listeners. Here we are, ready for the intrigue. I'm DM Dave, and to my left we have... Henley. Woodrow. Lila and Garatha. Roscoe. And Fenrir. And our special guest summary is... All right, so we went, we started walking down the trail, and it was real good, and we have fun, we talk. And then we found this no track, and Lila told us what a no was. It was all right. I mean, we saw him later as we were walking, but that was all right. We just went to sleep first, and then I took a really good nap, and that's when we saw the uh, the nose. And so we started following them, and we found some bodies when we passed, but that's all right. It's okay. And then the nose went somewhere else, but then night came along, and we decided to sleep again, and I had a real nice quiet sleep and then we found this guy over there at the plateau he was real weird but it's all right once he snapped all these people came out of the bushes and i guess we gonna fight i don't know we'll see (laughs) all right so we are in a battle we all rolled initiative we're ready to go and there's a tiefling that popped up at one and he's gonna take a shot at the ranger with his crossbow, which he does a 15. That hits. That is a hit. Awesome. And he does, ooh, that would be a seven piercing damage as a crossbow bolt nails you in the shoulder. Henley is not looking good. Okay, so the first thing that I want to do is I want to cast a minor illusion. Okay. Um, and I want it to sound like drum beats in the background. Mm, okay. Um, and just before I cast that, I'm going to snap my fingers. Mm-hmm. So that way it kind of sounds like it was triggered or I might have alerted somebody. Um, I'm going to take my uh, great axe and I'm going to go after our questionable leader there. Not. Oh. Not Roscoe, but the bad guy. <laughs> other questionable leader. The other oh, questionable no. leader. <laughs> I'm still learning. <laughs> this is my first job, guys. Oh, my gosh. That's a 14. Okay. You're, so you're using an axe, right? A great axe, yeah. A great axe. Okay, so you swing this great axe, and he kind of dodges to the side. <sighs> well, that wasn't very nice. Now that was it. <laughs> okay, Roscoe and Henley next. Uh, so I'm going to go at him with my glaive. Okay, so that's a 22 to hit. That is a hit. Uh, 12 damage. Nice. And then... That would have killed me. Um, <laughs> having my pull-on master feet, I'm going to use a bonus action to oh, I can yeah. use the back end of the pull for blood right. damage. And so I need to roll an attack for that one again, correct? Yes. Okay. So that's a 12. That that's one... That's going to be a miss, correct? That one is okay. a miss. Yeah, so you were able to, kind of with the distraction of Lila missing, he kind of like scoffs, and then right when he turns back, you just nail him. And he's he's not looking very well. But as you swing up with the back end of, of your polearm, 
kind of it seems trip to over it a little bit. Yeah. Still learning it. Okay, Henley, and then it's um, the two bad guys. Okay, so I had my longbow pulled out with yes, an arrow knocked. There's no one like attacking me currently except for the person with the bow, right? Is there anyone within Correct. five feet of me? No. Okay, then I'm running 30 feet okay. with my uh, move action. Kind of away from the group? Away from the group. Okay. Yes. Perfect. For sure, because I'm a want to shoot him with my bow and I can shoot pretty far. So I move 30 feet away and I'm going to shoot the tiefling and I rolled a 16. Okay, that's a hit. Almost max damage. That is nine damage. Okay. Where do you hit this guy? I probably was going to shoot him like somewhere around the chest area, kind of where there's like a weakness in his armor if mm -hmm. he's wearing any. Somewhere like that. Perfect. You just precision shot him right there, and he just drops. Kind of gives out a like, uh, and he just drops. Okay. Nice. Weak. So that takes out care of that guy. <laughs> Weak. Alive. <laughs> we got some damage dealers here, folks. Okay. So the bandit that was kind of sitting next to his tiefling friend, he's like, oh, that's the one we got to go for. So he's that guy's going to shoot another. So you moved 30 feet. I moved 30 feet away. He was already 20 feet, which I believe crossbows... Range is 80 and 320. 80 and 3. So he's still within range. Kind of startled about you taking out his friend. He's like, ah, goosh. And it sails pretty close to you, but... Sails wide, though. Sails wide, though. His other buddy, kind of ignoring that, is going to go help his captain guy. And he's going to go after Roscoe. Oh, right. So he's going to run up to you. Hold on. Yes. Is he, how close is he coming to me? He is coming within five feet of you. Great. I have a reaction to that. Ooh, okay. For my polearm mastery dude here. Hmm, okay. Okay. Uh, while I'm wielding a glaive, halberd, or pike, quarterstaff, or spear, other creatures provoke an opportunity attack when they enter the reach you have with that weapon. Haha. So I just want to clarify for the listeners, um, when these, when my players created their characters, I gave them one free feat. So that is why Roscoe can, has the polearm, uh, polearm master. Yeah. You guys are heroes. You guys should be super powered and feats aren't really that super powering. They're just <laughs> cool. They're just awesome. I love feats. So I just need to roll my attack, right? Yes. Okay. That is an 11. Okay. That is unfortunately a miss. Rip. But his was a 21. That is definitely a hit. <laughs> 21 for four damage. As you kind of react to him, he leaves a, you leave a little opening and he's able to kind of slash you right in the chest. So, Boudreau, you are up. All right. Is there a bad guy? How close? The closest bad guy. Mm -hmm. So the closest bad guy would be the captain. He's probably within 15 feet. The next guy is probably with... Oh, and the guy who just ran up. He's closer. How close? 10 feet. Oh, okay. And then there's a guy that's 20 feet, and that's it. Well, that guy that is 10 feet, mm -hmm. um, I would like to poison spray him. Oh, <gasps> rude. Yeah, I'm like, smell this. <laughs> 
Lift up the armpits. So that's actually um, Lila's skunk story. It was Boudreaux. <laughs> you all along now wasn't it <laughs> don't talk to me like that um, I roll a d20 and I add my spell casting a noxious gas comes from my palm the creature must succeed on a constitution saving throw okay so you wouldn't have to roll for that attack oh well when it asks when it tells them that they need to make some kind of roll. save it's on them okay so you didn't need to roll so then I would look at my spell DC? Correct. And so he would need to beat that spell DC. 13. You fail. Oh, man. <laughs> Nine, six. Okay, so he kind of goes down. Like, he goes to his knee and he's just, you know, <laughs> coughing up a lung. He's not looking good. His face has gone green. What, what what color was the mist that you sprayed? Oh, it's definitely green. Green? Okay, yeah. perfect. Yeah, he's... <laughs> He's not looking good. He's coughing up a lung. He's on his hands and knees just gagging. Okay, so there's another bad guy. He's going to take another shot at the ranger because he didn't like that either. That would be a 15. That, yes, that hits. That hits. Awesome. I mean, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's four damage, four piercing damage. I go to a knee. Fenrir, you are up. How far am I away from Henley? Um, she moved about 30 feet away from you guys. So we were all kind of together within five feet? I think so, yeah. I'm going to run to Henley and use Cure Wounds as my action. Okay. Uh, bonus action is going to be I'm going to give Henley a Bardic Inspiration dice. <laughs> okay. What are you doing to give her the inspiration? Oh, that's right. I forgot. I got to do stuff. <laughs> what song you going to sing? All right. This is a ro- this is a role-playing game. Uh, <laughs> this is something the bards do. Oh, my gosh. Right. I am going to channel, because she's a ranger. I have read many stories about different rangers. One ranger was a... He became a king of a kingdom. I am royalty. <laughs> I'm going to channel that story and play a song on my viol. Uh, we're waiting. <laughs> there once was a ranger. No, no, no. No, no, no. He became no. a king. No, no, no. No, no, no. You got this. <laughs> okay. Perfect. Hey, for everybody listening, Venrir is bright red right now. <laughs> He's like, why did I choose to be a part? I, I love this. This is great. Give yourself an inspiration die. That was great. Thank you, Zeb, for playing along. <laughs> you know what it should have been? It should have been the whole, you kneel to no man. <laughs> okay. So now it's the captain. He was going to go after Rascal. Because he didn't like that piercing. So now he has advantage, though. Correct. Now the captain would have advantage because his buddy's right behind him. Okay. That would be an 18. That's a hit. Okay, so he draws out his scimitar and hits you for mm, nine damage. 
as he does kind of an uppercut thing, just whoosh, and kind of skins you across. Okay, so now it's Lila. Okay, when yes. with the attack rolls, if it meets, we're just rolling again to see who rolls higher, right? Correct. So okay. what that means, listeners, is that I have a system that if we match AC, so their, their dice roll, their attack roll matches my AC, both of us roll a d20, and whoever wins kind of wins the tiebreaker. Okay. Um, and then with my um, minor illusion cantrip, so I have, like, the drum beat, and then if I do, like, a war cry, is that going to, like, do in potential intimidation to them? Do we want me to roll with that to see if it intimidates them or not? I'm go trying ahead. to have my buddies go, back. Go ahead and roll me an intimidation. Okay. And depending on how... Intimidating I am? Yeah, it may affect. Well, hopefully this on. is a good roll then. <laughs> 16. 16? Okay. It does start affecting things. Okay. I do like that. Roscoe, then Henley. I am using the second wind. Yay. I need a little bit of help. Okay. <laughs> so I'm going to roll my d10 here. Okay. One, ten. Yeah, close enough. I got a nine. Nice. So That's eight, still really eight plus one. Okay. So eight that puts me back up to ten. I was at one. Oof. Holy <laughs> man. I was two. So, okay. And so now. I'm a bad cleric. <laughs> I'm going to. Well, you are a circle of life character. So you would have been like, oh, good job. You returned back to earth. <laughs> I got you back. <laughs> Just attack with my glaive. On Captain. Oh, yeah. Captain, my Captain. Uh, 24. That is a hit. And 10 damage. Okay. Tell me how you take care of this guy. How close are we to the cliff edge? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> You're probably within 10 feet. I'm just like, I'm irritated with this guy. And I'm mad that he hurt me. Okay. And that he questioned me and, you know, I'm, you know, my little halfling trying to prove myself. So mm-hmm. I'm just basically going to, like... Both hands on the glaive, and I'm just gonna like ram him like straight through his gut, mm-hmm. and just kind of push him backwards so he falls off the cliff. Roll me a strength. I want to see how well you push him. Uh, it's a seven. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you almost get him to the ledge. Not quite get him okay, to the ledge. He collapses it. before he falls off. Can his head be dangling over the back at least? Yeah. <laughs> I'll, take arms. I'll take it. And DM Dave. Yes. Hanley rolled a natural 20. <laughs> hey, who are you going after? <laughs> so the guy that shot me. Correct. I- explain how we do Yeah, our... so for my critical hits, the extra damage dice that you would roll is auto- automatically maxed. You just roll your normal damage and then add your max damage. Okay, so that's 13 damage. Okay. How do you get this guy? <laughs> I, uh, I'll shoot that one kind of like through like the neck so it just kind of slices artery with the arrow so it just kind of digs into his shoulder kind of between the shoulder neck area yeah shoulder and neck area (laughs) where it's weak where it's weak because you're weak (laughs) so now it's the guy just hacking up along he's not liking this um he's gonna try and compose himself wait i want i have something to say go ahead we should keep one alive and he's gonna try and take a swing at you boudreaux that would be a 17. You got me. <laughs> you got me. He's so good. Well, 
Not really. Four <laughs> damage. Four piercing does. As he like kind of stumbles and slices up and he catches your leg. And it's your turn. I'm going to use command to... Um... Roll over? Yeah. <laughs> Roll over. Show me your belly. No, I'm just kidding. To like stop and put his hands out. Yeah. Isn't command just like a one word I think it, command though? I okay, think okay, then I just word. want to tell him to halt. Okay. Does he need so, to make a saving throw? Need a wisdom saving throw or follow the command on his next turn. So he he's stops, just lays down. Okay. And he kind of puts his arms like above his head, cross like, kind of just full on surrender. Okay. Type idea. And if I can... That's the one word you should have done. Surrender. <laughs> I should have, dang it. Um, he, he rolled a Juan. Juan. <laughs> a, a what? A Juan. A Juan. <laughs> if I can... Um, no, wait. That took my action, so I don't think I can bonus action. But I wanted to tie him up. Oh, if you have a bonus action, you can still do it. You can use action. your bonus action to tie him up. That's fine. Okay. Can I completely hog tie him? Yeah. <laughs> you, can, oh, yeah. you can spend this next whole time... Kind of like on your off turn to do that. That's fine. Especially since I'm not going to be too failed. picky. Huh? I said especially since he crit failed. Yeah, he's helping you. <laughs> he's like, just take well, me. That, that's not how you do it. <laughs> Let me show you. You've never hogtied anybody. <laughs> I hogtied a gator. <laughs> I hogtied a hog. <laughs> Guys, come on. Who was inside a gator? <laughs> Okay, so that's Boudreaux's turn. So the other bandit, he's pretty much about 20 feet away from everybody, except you. He's more like 50 feet away from Henley. Mm -hmm. And he's just seen what just happened, and he's going to take off. So he's going to start running. Fenrir, your turn. Uh, I'm going to try to close within 35 feet of him and attack him with a crossbow. Okay. Does a 23 hit? That is a hit. Oh, let's see if he takes him out. In one shot. Or seven damage. Where do you hit him? As he was running, we'll say we hit him in the Achille, in the in the heel. <laughs> and he bleeds out. <laughs> he falls forward, hits his it's, head on the it's, rock. It's his Achilles over. heel. Yep. Hits the hits the heel, makes him stumble, hits his head on a rock, and he lies still. Good job, guys. You had successfully completed your first battle. Yay, team! Woo-woo. And nobody died. I got close. Roscoe yeah, and Henley got close. pretty close. Hey, next time give me some better hints. Okay. <laughs> or um, how about you notice when people get uh, <laughs> attacked? That would you be, would you be a cleric They were right there. Roscoe was right there in front of you. <laughs> you didn't really say anything, though. Yeah, you it's seemed true. fine to me. You need to activate your health bar above you so she can Sorry. see. Please. Uh, <laughs> I need to see it flashing. Let me find this man. Oh, that's my time. I need the flashing red light. Oh. Thank goodness Fenrir caught my drift and I was like, Henley goes to a knee. Wink, wink. Yeah, because you guys can use those. I don't want like, hey, guys, I'm down to one health. Give me some help. Do you phrasing of like, I am not looking good. I'm bleeding out really well. You know, give like, some kind of that kind of done hurt. <laughs> From a scale to out to, <laughs> I'm like a, <laughs> ow. 
<laughs> just to let you guys know. Or an completely inaudible ow. Mm, yeah. Right. You just see my face crunch up. <laughs> so you do have one tied up. What do you guys do? So I'm going to walk over to um, Boudreaux over here and kind of give him a high five as close as I can because he's tall and I'm short. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Um, and then I'm going to ask the group what we're going to do with him, basically. There's the high five. Okay. <laughs> Let's fix the lift and hop back down into town with Dude Man here and take him before the council and as a group we can see what we can get out of him. Garatha in Lila's head is not pleased by this answer. She was definitely like cracking some knuckles, getting ready to <laughs> to do something. Let me at him. Let yeah. me at him. Mm-hmm. Henley would like to loot the bodies as well. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say I want to loot the captain because I'm right there and angry at him. Okay. Um, we got looting the captain. You're going to loot one of them. Can I retrieve my arrows? Yeah, that's fine. Um, Boudreau is going to sit down next to the mm-hmm. guy and just be like, and pat him on the back because he's face down being hogtied. Yeah. Uh, and just pat him on the back and be like, you did good job. You did good job. Don't <laughs> worry. Can I loot the guy we... that's still there on the ground? Yeah. You can, you can <laughs> as do long that as you be good, you're going you gonna to be good. All right? <laughs> okay, Fenrir, are you going to loot anybody? Yeah, I'll loot, the other, I'll, I'll loot the last body. I want to okay, loot the is... one that's still alive. That's the thing. <laughs> Perfect. Roll me investigation checks. If you roll anything less than nine, you suck. You don't get anything. But if you roll higher, let me know. Once I okay. get to you. Henley, where'd you go? Fifteen. Fifteen. Okay, roll a d12. Two of them, actually. Uh, I had a fifteen as well. Fifteen, and you just did the one. Mm-hmm. So you get roll two d12s as well. I rolled an eleven. An eleven, roll me one. I rolled a two for one. Okay. And I rolled a 13 for the other. Okay, roll me two d12s. What were your two? I rolled a four and a one. Okay. So you found a pair of silver rings. And then your next one, you found a small patch, a small pouch of gems. Okay, Lila. I had a nine and an 11. Okay. For your nine, you found... A tarnished suit of ring armor, ring mail armor, in an eastern fashion. For those listeners at home, as far as the treasure goes, David has cards that he's holding up. It's it makes my job so much easier than me trying to come up with. Oh, uh, what would a bandit have? Money. Um, Money. Clothes. Clothes. <laughs> a torn traveler's back. Yeah. A sharp stick. <laughs> and, and a sharp stick. A and, ship that they made out of a spoon. <laughs> and a lot of them, actually, we tie into stories sometimes, too. So your next one, you find a small bottle filled with a pink-reddish liquid. Which Boudreaux, Boudreaux could identify it as a healing potion. Boudreaux like that. <laughs> I'm going to walk over to... Uh, our lovely little Boudreaux then and just ask now this pretty little uh, potion he snatches it from you oh this thing could be a this thing be a it'd be a healing potion and he I'm, pockets it no I'm gonna snatch it right back <laughs> now I found this no 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 <laughs> 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 
do that, Dad. <laughs> We're gonna go off in an argument while I'm about this. Okay. But I'm the cleric. I get the healing potions. But I'm the barbarian. I get hurt more. <laughs> I need it. You're not always there. <laughs> I'll make you jug it later if you need it. All right. <laughs> Just let me hold it. Evan, what was your rolls? Uh, I got an eight and a ten. Which one do you want? Eight, eight and ten. ten. So what you found is a felt satchel with a woven strap containing a multitude of interior pockets and pouches stuffed with dried ingredients. In other words, you found a component pouch. So you're eight. You find a fine haversack? Haversack. Haversack. Filled with... Potatoes. They're potatoes made out of gold. Ooh. And he's just going to toss them over the head. <laughs> like, I don't care if these potatoes are coated in platinum. <laughs> Somebody else can have them. Please remember that he hates potatoes. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> that would be perfect. Filled with, I'm sorry, uh, what? Priest pack and a holy symbol. Fenrir found... 10 silver pieces and 13 copper pieces. Sweet. And you guys would have kind of found, as you guys were rummaging through them, that they looted the other guys. <gasps> idea. Jerks. Can we also gather their weapons to take back to Hayden's Hollow? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they had a, there was three crossbows. A skimmeter. A skimmeter from the chief, from the, the oh, captain. Oh, captain, my captain. Oh, captain, my captain. Let's say there was like four daggers amongst everybody and a short sword in there too. And on the captain, you also find a letter. <gasps> Is it a letter of recommendation? It's a romance letter. That's why he wasn't interested. Dear Roger, I really wish you would stop going on these missions. Your kid really loves you and wants you to be home. Oh, boy. <laughs> well, that way from, like... Your mother also wants to know if you changed your underwear recently. <laughs> the letter. <clears throat> it says, keep guard over the lift. Make sure no one fixes it until I say so. M.W. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Mrs. White. <laughs> <laughs> On the plateau with the rogue. No, I'm just kidding. M.W. Um, do you... So he finds this, right? Correct. He's do you tell the rest of the group this? Not yet. Okay. You do? <laughs> nope. Not yet. Okay. I have to confer with someone. Okay, so it takes you a little bit while you're um, getting... Does anybody want to talk to the downed bandit? Do of... we see? No, I was probably looting the people. I didn't see that Roscoe got a letter. No, I figured it was kind of one of the first things that he found. M M W, you said, right? Yep. M W. Now, buddy, what are you doing here? <coughs> what? <coughs> what does it matter in now? Ugh, what did you do to me? Good goodness gracious. <laughs> Ugh. Now, you know what? I can do that anytime I want. Could you please tell me what you're doing here? Uh, yeah. we, we were sent to guard this place so it doesn't work. Told to, <clears throat> to 
told to cut the ropes and, and keep people away from here. Now why would you want that? Well, I, I don't know. The, the boss never told me, told us anything. He just said, cut the rope and... Ooh. Man, can I, can I sit up? It's really hard yeah, to breathe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. And he sets him up. Okay. Oh. But he's God, on his that, knees. It leaves a nasty taste in your mouth. I know. They, they did it on me one time. It ain't good. But no, this box guy, did he treat you well? No. Why are you well, working though. for this man? Well, he's dead now, so I guess I don't work for him anymore. Oh, man. Oh. Uh, well, <coughs> why are you working for a dead man? Because I... He wasn't dead he, he five wasn't minutes dead. ago. You just said that he was dead. Oh, man, my brain just... Sorry. I'm sorry. Someone woke me up very rudely this morning. <laughs> now, honey, Boudreaux, I think that what he's saying here... I'm doing some good stuff right here. Now, <clears throat> tell, I, me, tell me what your boss' name? Uh, his name was Jeff. Jeff? I want to see if he's lying. Jeff is the best name that you could come up with. Oh, you want to come up with a better hey, one? I, I yeah, see... wasn't that little dude up there? His name is... Wait, he was human, right? Oh, we didn't know what he was. Jethro. That Jethro. was actually the original name I was thinking about. <laughs> Why did you say that? That was a much 14? better name. Because he would have probably called him Jeff. All right. 14 for an insight check to see if he's lying. No, he, you have no reason to believe that he'd be lying to you. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, all right. Well, I just don't get why you... Why are you working for someone who mean? No, it paid well. The job was fun. Yeah, well, money ain't gonna save your <laughs> life. <laughs> I'm gonna walk over to him at this point. Okay. Okay. And just be like, just to clarify for the dead person, mm -hmm. we're like, is the dead person over there, Jeff? Yeah, he was our leader. Do you know who he was working for? No, he kind of kept his <clears throat> stuff private. All I know is that we were supposed to guard up here and keep people away from it if we ran into trouble to take care of them. Are you from the hollow? I'm not from around here, if that's what you're asking. Mm. Were your companions also from, not from the hollow? No. What about Jeff? None of us was from the hollow. Mm. We just got hired to come up here and watch this place. Well, you're done watching it. Well, obviously, any kind of like <laughs> tugs on his ropes. Henley's gonna go um, over and fix the lift while they're interrogating this guy. Okay. Um, I would imagine that after Boudreaux cut Lila off, she would have just rolled her eyes and kind of. Uh, sassily stomped away <laughs> so probably we could have gone with Henley okay sounds good we're probably just letting the ropes down because we're assuming that the the lift is at the bottom mm -hmm. correct right? yeah there's two different kind of giant pulleys that kind of extend out over the ledge and those got to be fed through there's a platform that goes out there the idea was to feed those normal ropes down and then pull the tie the stuff thicker up. ropes and bring them up mm-hmm so you guys are feeding those smaller ropes down. It's quite a ways down. It's like about 200 feet down. So you guys have plenty of long rope to do it. Maybe tying knots and, you know, several of the ropes to get them down. So it's a kind of a process. 
to get it through, but somewhat of a simple process. Back to the interrogation. <laughs> and back to you! Okay. Any other conversation with the bandit? Not an important one. Okay. But we, I'm conversing with him about his life. So tell me again why you're working for a dead guy because <laughs> yeah. it really makes no sense to me. <laughs> okay. So if that's it, you guys kind of all group together trying to get the ropes back together. It takes quite a bit of time because it's a long time to bring the ropes up. Then you have to kind of feed the big ropes all the way back down to the ground. They have to tie the rope all together and bring it up. So by the time you ran into, started this fight, to, because it was about midday when that happened. So it was probably about 5 o'clock at night. Long process. Them having to secure the lift. They start getting the lift up there. They bring up the lift, and you're able to get on. And they start lowering you down. Wait. <clears throat> yes. What are we doing with um, the... Are we taking the guy that we caught back down to the hollow? Um, yeah. yeah. Okay, well, yeah. I wasn't sure if that's what we had actually decided or if that was just hard suggestion. Yeah, no, Roscoe that was what mm-hmm. leader Roscoe decided. All right. Yeah, he did claim that. Um, Boudreaux needs to go check some soil or some plants. Perfect. So you can do that during that um, But I need someone to come and stay with my friend. I'll hang out with him. I'm sure I'm not much help as a halfling pulling rope. <laughs> True. And getting some of those higher points, it's probably Fenrir and Henley. And, uh, Henley that are kind of taking care of some higher things. So, Boudreaux, your job up there was kind of looking at the soil, checking on the plants, checking what kind of types of plants are up there to see how fertile the soil is. Mm-hmm. And to determine, is it time to crop, you know, time to plant now? Is this a good time? Or kind of what the weather is like as well. Look at my pinky sticking it in the dirt. Yeah. So tell me this process that you're going through <laughs> to determine this. Um, exactly what you said. He is checking the soil to mm-hmm. see what kind of soil it is, to see what it, how well it'll hold water and by doing and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And he does that by licking his pinky, sticking it in the dirt in a couple spots. Okay. Does um, he lick his pinky to see how acidic it is after sticking it in the dirt? Oh, yeah. Well, He's got to know if there's out. some good fertilizer. Garatha is grossed out by that. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, and then he picks his nose. Um, mm, the pH is? <laughs> to clean his finger. Um, <laughs> <laughs> got to have a clean finger to check that dirt. <laughs> That's right. And, um, he's also going to take leaves of each plant that he sees. Um, and there was no pre-done crops already up here, was there? Those were pretty much taken care of last winter because they were able to get a, get up there mm-hmm. kind of late fall okay. to check things out once they figured out, hey, there's stuff up here. So they kind of harvested everything that they could from what was left over from previous almost 30 years ago stuff, so it was more wild. Yeah. Then and eaten by animals. So there's not a lot up there. Okay. Of, and fair. stuff is kind of still small, so it's hard to tell. Is that a corn? Is that, you know. Yeah. Is that just a. So he'll take samples, thing? even dead samples. Okay. Um, and check the weather. He's <laughs> looking around to see, like, testing to see how warm it is. Maybe looking around 
mm-hmm. from be- to below and being like, I wonder if the trees are going to be turning green soon. Does yeah. he find any potatoes? <laughs> we don't know yet. They'd be underground. They're too little to tell what they are right now. Yeah, but there is lots. As you're kind of roaming around, you kind of go for like 100 feet away. You're kind of just surveying. And there's quite a bit of room up here that could be possible planting because tilling the the ground and stuff like that hasn't been done. So a lot of time has happened for it to be really fertile. Plants dying, going back into the ground. So you'd say it's pretty fertile. The, the dirt is really dark. Ooh, nice dark. Nice dark black. It's not dirt. It's soil. It's soil. <laughs> they had this back in the swamp. Woo-wee. <laughs> it's some good stuff. <laughs> so yeah, that all translated to the soil is really dark. Nice. <laughs> Okay. Um, I'm sure at some point in time I'm not going to be of much help only being like four foot. Mm-hmm. So when it gets to that point, I'm just going to sit down and probably it looks like the part that has the best look of what looks like volunteer crops. And I'm going to sit down and I'm going to sing to the plants. Is there a special forest song that No, just kind of humming. Just humming. Because mm-hmm. I don't want, I don't want to step on our, our lovely little bard here. <laughs> That's just part of who and, I am as a forest now. And the green grass grows all around. <laughs> and the green grass grows all around. <laughs> I don't want grass to grow. I want the plants to grow. <laughs> the green grass, you stay in the ground. In the ground, then green grass stays in the ground. <laughs> Oh, our beautiful morning. Okay, <laughs> so anybody else going to talk to the bandit? Okay, I think we're going to call it there then. You guys are on your way down. You've collected all your samples, and you guys are heading down the lift. And that is where we're going to end it. Hey, guys. Thank you so much for listening. We are really enjoying doing this for you guys. At the end here, I'd like to thank D.A. Nichols for, for doing our music. And don't forget to go check out her original RPG, Shields of Power, at drivethroughrpg.com. Hey, and if you like what, we're, what you're hearing, please like us, subscribe, and share, with, share us with your friends. Honestly, that's the best thing you guys could do for us right now is share us with whoever you want. And let them know that you're enjoying it. Um, also follow us on Twitter, guys, at chaosbardpod. For podcast updates, questions, and discussions, we also have an email at chaosbard. Let me say that again. We also have an email at chaosbardpod at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Instagram, which several of you are, which is way, way fun to interact with you guys. And you can find that at Tomes of the Chaos Bard. Thanks again, guys, for listening. Until the next time, we unroll the scroll to tell the tale. Bye, everyone. <laughs>